your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. So you'll obviously know our very own Anne-Marie Garrity well from uh, the Limerick Today show. She's uh, our producer here, but she's going to talk to me now about a book she's written called My Other World. And it details her experiences with premonitions and the spirit world throughout the years. And good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. So I don't know if if I feel... (laughs) more nervous are you two about this? I heard you saying earlier this morning I'm a bit nervous talking to a producer later and I was thinking I'm a bit nervous listening and thinking of the presenter speaking to me about it so we're both nervous. Okay so I I would have been vaguely aware over the years from chats um, that you know you had a sense about things but I, I had no idea that it was at the level that this uh, book illustrates. Tell us about it. Yeah, well, look, it's always been something that's been there um, since I was a child and it has developed over the years. It's it's constantly changing. It's experiences when I was a child was more around the lines of, you know, dreaming things. And, and there were premonitions about simple little things in a child's world. Um, and they're the things I can remember. And then as I got older, it it branched out into me realising I had this extra kind of sense about things that I'd feel things or I'd sense things off people and to the point where I didn't realise there was anything unusual about it. I thought it was everybody was the same to be honest Um, and then you know I started seeing things later on in my kind of late teens, early 20s you know I started seeing things around people and I'd you know be in a room and out of the blue I might see sparks around someone's head or colours or whatever um and then i realized now hang on a second you know this is this is definitely something i need to start keeping a record of and start looking into so i suppose i started keeping a proper record from around the time i had my first daughter which is where i take it from the book um i started documenting everything did you ever have a premonition about somebody's death that came true Yeah, I mentioned that in the start of the book because this was the thing that really shook me and made me realise, look, there is more to this than just, you know, coincidence or whatever. It was a a premonition of a man I knew. Um, I hadn't seen him in years and I hadn't seen him since we were kids. And I had a, a dream and it was a very real specific dream of him taking his life and woke up during the night and took note of it, said it to my, who's now my hubby at the time he was with me, because um, I was rocked, I'll be honest, it really rocked me, the detail, that it was vivid. Um, and, you know, getting up and going to work the next day and carrying on as normal is really odd, it's surreal in that situation, because it keeps replaying in your mind what you've seen. So I took a note of it and it played out about, I'd say, three or four weeks later, unfortunately, that person, I got the news um, and I wouldn't have even known where he was at this stage in life. I don't even know why that happened to me. I haven't any direct connection with him, just I hadn't seen him in years. And that really annoyed me. That really bothered me. And it, it had an effect on me. Mm. So I decided, right, this is it. I'm starting to keep a note of everything from now on. Were you initially scared when all this started out? Not that specific one, but more generally. You see... 
it's 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 something that you just have the whole time. It's part of your life. So it's not until you realise there's more to this or not everybody experiences what you experience um, that, that you're kind of getting your head around it. But it's then when things like that, big things, major things happen, that that, that part scared me. And as I'd get older, other things would happen, right? See a funeral or, I'd, you know, something major in your life you would see or you would feel or something would happen to you or happen when you're talking to someone. Those type of things started to scare me because I had no control over it. Um, and particularly when it came to having my first daughter and I was seeing things relating to her and around her or experiencing things in the house when I was at home on maternity leave, on my own with this new little baby, that bothered me because I can look after myself. But when Mm. you have, you know, a newborn, your first child, your motherly instinct, your protection is there. That was where I was very uncomfortable because I wanted to protect my daughter as well. So... That was the time where it kind of rocked me a little. So we're chatting to our own Anne-Marie Garrity about her book, My Other World. And you've done it as a selection of journal entries. That's the the format, isn't Mm. it? Yeah, so as I said, I I documented everything. So I literally wrote down everything I was experiencing as it happened, how I felt about it, how big it was, how small it was, you know, everything. And when I looked back after a few years, I could see patterns. I could I could remember things because I could look back and, you know, I, I could see patterns and I decided, you know, maybe at some point I'll go through all of this and I'll just write about it because what I was noticing as I got older and I suppose got over the fear and got to meet lots of people along my way, which I've put in the book and they've really helped me. Um, and I came to a point where I was really comfortable to release everything and not care and feel safe and feel comfortable. Um, so yeah, that's that's where they've all come from and that's why I've released it now because I'm at a point in my life where it, it doesn't bother me anymore. Right. Um, a good friend of this show is Keith Barry and you mentioned Keith um, in the book and, and it's yeah. funny, I, I'm reminded of that story. Do you remember the time he decided to do something and he asked me to put a number in my mind and keep it there? Mm. And um, he, he then said, I'm going to ask Anne-Marie to tell me what number you're thinking of. And I immediately said, I wouldn't if I were you because you're going to get it right. <laughs> Yeah, I and do. He, and I he, do. Yeah, do you remember? And he looked at me thinking, what's what he thought? And then he looked at you going, what's this about? Because obviously it never happens. But it did. The number I had in my mind was 50 and, and, and you guessed it correctly. And it, there's another story here from the station. And I'm, I'm wondering, you know, because I know you say in the book that, that there are certain spirits that are with you about mm. a white lady here. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not in the book, but that, that, that happened here. And it was probably the only thing I've talked about here. Um, and it was at the, it happened to me at the time because it's it's I suppose it's fifteen years ago at this stage you know or maybe twenty oh I'm afraid to think of at the time but um, it, it's the only thing it's not in the book but because it was before the book but I I went into the ladies' toilets here and when I was washing my hands I looked in the mirror and there was another lady looking back at me a very young girl um, totally different reflection in the mirror which has happened since then, but that was my first time to experience that. And I had a description of her, and I remember I walked out to the bathroom and the news person here at the time looked at me and said, you look like you've seen a ghost, you're very white, what's wrong? And I I thought, I may have, and went through it. And I told her and hadn't said anything to anyone else and left it a few months. And around Halloween time then, we were looking for people to tell their stories on the programme here, ghost stories and that kind of thing. And I mentioned it to someone else in the radio station about what had happened to me a few months previously. Long story short, uh, we found out that someone near here who lived above 
where I had seen it, had seen the very same type of lady walking through the walls uh, of a building. Um, and, you know, we were kind of a bit taken aback, you know, but unfortunately, everybody in the building was afraid of the ladies' toilets for yes. ages afterwards. Yeah, and I yeah. thought, calm down, lads. It was just, you know, literally yeah. a 30-second thing, and, you know. And do, do you have spirits with you all the time? Um, no, I, I like, if you read the book and people have come back to me and said, oh my God, how do you, how did you handle this? This is over years, you know, it's not all the time. It's not, I have no control of it. I might see nothing for a few weeks. I might not feel anything uh, for, you know, maybe weeks on end. And then I could feel or experience a few things in one or two weeks, if you know what I mean. Yes. It's not constant and all the time, thankfully. Um, so, but yes, I, w- I would I would have an inkling of who's around me and who's with me, yes. Now, I, I know you're very respectful of not telling people who wouldn't want to know anything about this if you had a sense of them and their Absolutely. lives. For example, you've never told me because you know, I don't want to know anything. Um, <laughs> but um, in terms of others, you know, have you ever thought of intervening or, or going to them? Or now do you have people, you know, after the book has been published, My Other World, saying to you, can you tell me about X, Y and Z? Um, what's happened is if I felt I need to say something to someone, I just weigh it up in my mind and decide. So there's a few people I would have. There's plenty I've said nothing to. Um, there are, I started doing readings then in the last few years for friends and friends of friends and that kind of grew a bit. And I just believe everything happens for a reason and people come on your path for a reason. And those who come my way, come my way. And if I can help, I'll help. And if I can't, I can't. Simple as that. I've no control. So basically, yeah, to answer your question, sometimes I do, but not all the time. I would say only about 20% of the time. Right. And generally, do people welcome that? Uh, no, not no. That, that's why I wouldn't say things to people. I I think if you know someone would welcome it, you'll say it. <laughs> and if you know they won't, you're not going to. Or if if you're not right. sure, so no, I don't. There's a lots of people. So, so for who example, don't. in an instance where you have said something to somebody, mm. generally speaking, what's the reaction be? Um, some are taken aback. Um, of those, I wasn't sure, I suppose, I'll put it that way. They're those who'd want to know. Of those who weren't sure, sometimes they're taken aback. Uh, you know it has resonated. You tell them whatever you think you have to tell them. And what's happened is sometimes they brush it aside then and they don't uh, want to know any more about it or they don't talk to you anymore about it. That's it, end of cut. It's, it's as yeah. if it never happened, um, which is absolutely fine. And then there are others who would take it on board and be interested and curious and have a chat with you about it. But you know then whether they want to know more or not mm. at any point. And, and, and look, sometimes there's nothing else to say. It's just that yeah. one little instance. And, and, and would it be good or bad that you'd be telling them? I would never tell anyone anything bad. Right. No, I would never tell but, anyone But is that a burden bad. to have to live with that? That, you know, you clearly are aware of things. It can be, yeah, but I, I'm at the point now where I meditate and I do things to rid my mind. So I no longer hold on to things. I no longer let things linger in me. I, I rid my mind of things 
probably whenever I feel I need to. So that was the problem, I suppose, back when I was, you know, late teens, early 20s and mm. you're figuring out things. It did burden you. You did find yourself anxious. You did find yourself really tired or whatever. You were impacted. Whereas I'm at that stage now where I've learned to let it go. It's it's part of keep a note, but move on. Because you have a specific story here of... Um, a seven-year-old, was it, popping her head round the door to say hello? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, look, I just, I, I would, see, sometimes I see a, a child, an adult, I see a person and it's as, it's as if I'm looking at you there and they're there, but I know they can't be there. And there are other times I think maybe I'm seeing these people and I don't realise that they're, you know, ghosts or whatever they are. I'm still trying to figure that out. But yeah, like I, a, a child ran into my house, ran into the kitchen area, looked at me and someone else talking. And I knew it wasn't an actual human because they were slightly different colour and went again. And it was just in those few moments. Right. Listener says, well done to Anne-Marie. Congratulations on the book. My daughter has the same gift and it can be frightening for a person to live with that, especially as a child. Well done for speaking about it. And uh, Tony says, really interesting uh, chat uh, there. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering um, about the reaction that you have got to the book, My Other World. Yeah, um, I suppose I thought long and hard about that before ever releasing anything to how I would feel about people's reactions. But to be honest, I'm taken aback. I'm really, I'm really um, pleased is probably, uh, I'm taken aback by the reaction. I've got lots of lovely positive feedback, but I suppose the one thing, and I, I've, I'm, I'll put it to you this way, I'm always waiting for a diagnosis, Joe. <laughs> All my life I've been looking and talking to people and going, is there something going on here? And I'm waiting for a diagnosis. But, but um, and I, I talk a bit about that in the book and, and things I've gone through. But uh, people have come to me and have said to me about either they themselves have experienced similar things and also uh, people about their own kids. And I get a lot of that. And I get parents who come to me to talk to me about their kids and what they see their kids saying or doing and it seems to be a thing that children at a certain age before they're opened up to society and conditioned by the way society is say and do things that would really make adults question what's going on here Um, and I think that can be scary for parents Um, and that's the thing that I've been taken aback at the amount of people who I knew and never knew that they had these experiences with their children or um, people, strangers who've, who've sent me an email and, you know, just want to chat about it. Yeah. That's, it's, that's it's, what I found really interesting and it makes me feel a whole pile better. <laughs> in fact, I mean, a number of listeners asking a question that occurred to me as well. You know, are you religious? Do you believe in God? Do you believe in an afterlife? Um, I believe there is something out there. There is a higher being, something powerful. Um, I think all the the gods, the religions, they're all part of, you know, different people and cultures and ways of expressing their faith. And I don't necessarily believe what I experience aligns itself to any particular faith. I think it's just an overall thing. Um, you know, the Catholic Church, I, I'm born, reared Catholic, you know, they have certain beliefs I did talk about in the book, visiting a priest and having a chat with them about all of this, you know, but... Um, they're just organisations that, you know, express a certain faith. I think there's something 
above all of that. Okay. And where can people get your book, My Other World? Uh, it's on Kindle, obviously on Amazon. You can get it on paperback as well. Mm, yeah, I must say, I love the cover and a great photo of you in the back as well. Thank you. And it's really, really interesting and great to talk to you about it um, this morning in a very different context. Uh, that's our producer, Amory Garrity, as a guest with us this morning, talking about her book, My Other World. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.